0: You're listening to the Blue Box Podcast, and for the next 60 minutes, we're going to be playing round two of Doctor Who Snap, so that you don't have to.
1: Okay. (laughs) Are we going
2: to get... And squeeze another hour's worth.
1: Yes, we are. Because
2: I've done it differently this time. Oh, okay. I think I've known you for nearly two decades and I keep seeing these cards. Oh, yeah, we mentioned this last week. JR steals
0: them
1: from work. (laughs) But we're not supposed to mention it. Okay, I didn't say anything.
0: Okay. Hi, I'm JR.
2: Hello, I'm Lee. Hi, I'm Matt.
0: And And we'll speak again soon. (laughs) (laughs) And the inside baseball is, because our recording schedule's been a bit messed up, we haven't got time, because we're recording this on the same evening as last week's, to get into a really big topic, so we're going to do a short 60-minute episode. So we fired ourselves
1: up by talking about the Rebel Flesh, (laughs) and now we're ready to go.
2: (laughs) We can do anything. I I don't even know what this is about.
1: Oh, no. Right. Do you
2: mean this particular game, or just life in general? Just, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know. this room has been much nicer than the other room we've been in. I'm that sure. Really the, is. I'm sure the listeners will find that our is much play the more game. velvety. Let's yeah. just play the game. I can't yeah. avoid it. Look at it. Look, How it's many it's fun. You? Got Basically, we've come.
1: Clothes. We've come to the west wing of my house, rather than the east <laughs> wing. Down the long corridor. Yes. And we're in, we're trying a different room.
0: Right. For anybody who doesn't know, what we're going to do is each one of us in turn is going to pull two cards out and we have to find some kind of connection (laughs) between the things that are on the two cards. It's just that simple. It's not any more difficult than that, Lee. That
1: sounds pretty hard. JR and I will go first, so you get the idea. Well, no, Lee can pull them first. Lee goes first. (laughs) So it's funny watching Lee try to understand the idea. (laughs) No, but but this is not a... uh, We're not...
0: Doing it individually and scoring points. We'll okay. choose, we'll take it in turns to pull two cards, but all three of us will talk about what's on the two yeah, cards, Right, I get it. So not you're com- not on the spot. It's not a
2: competition, but we are no. judging you. No, not, like, not like 250 podcasts back when we used to do the on the spot. Yeah,
0: no. <laughs> but when Matt says we're not judging you, actually what he means is we're not judging each other. But as usually is the case in this podcast, Matt and I will be judging you. <laughs> Silently. I'm probably out loud. So, one of these piles is species, one of these piles is planets, and one of these piles is villains, essentially. Okay. Last time, it was just (laughs) one pile of stories. But I've actually got three piles of three different types of things. (laughs) So, it's up to you. Pull cards from the middle of the piles. You can either pull two from the same pile or two from different piles, if you like. Okay. You pull them from the middle. Oh, all right. So, So Lee... I thought you'd shuffled them. Well, now you've got to put them down and read what's on them. It's going well. This is quite easy.
2: Oh, yeah, this is going to be a very easy one, actually. Kerquillian. Cocky-licking. Cocky-licking from the rescue and refuses from the art. And now the idea is that you
0: find some kind of connection between the two. The connection can't be that they're the same doctor or the same writer or something like that. It has to be some kind of of thematic connection. But I think there's a really obvious one here. So, shall I just go ahead yeah, and say go, what's in go my for mind? It, come on. Well, coquillion is about a disguise, and refusis is about something you can't see, which is a kind of disguise. So, the, there's a thematic link between those two things in that what you see is not what you get. Anybody got anything further?
1: They want to add to that. I'm trying to remember both the arc and the rescue. So, <laughs> no, no not, really, not really.
0: Well, there's also uh, there's another theme between the two stories about. The villain and the good guy being one and the same thing.
2: I was just about to say that. Oh, great. Which... <laughs> no, no, same thing. I mean, obviously, Coquillian is, is you know, being a good guy, and when he's in the mask, he's the alien bad guy, and you know, when we get the Arkham Refuses, you've got, you've got the monoids that change from one episode to another. Hmm. From, from good but to the idea bad. is here. We're not Honestly, doing it's the very stories. Simple, isn't it? But... <laughs> but the
0: idea here is we're not doing the stories. We're doing the character or planet of monster or whatever that's on Unless we card. can't
1: and then we can do the story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The other thing, they're, they're unusually structured stories as well. So the arc is sort of, if I remember rightly, two two-part stories. Yeah. And the uh, rescue is, is a two-part story, but it's a, quite an odd two-part story. Yeah. But it's an introduction it's to of, a character yeah. rather than a story, really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Hmm.
0: Right, Matt, do you want to pick two cards?
1: It all happens in the same You place. can pick them from the same pile or from different. It's entirely up to you. I've got the Fendal, which is fortunate because I remember that one. And I've got San Helios from planet, planet of the
0: Dead. Right, that is the planet from Planet of the Dead, San yes. Helios. And the Fendal...
1: So uh, an obvious connection is... Uh, sand? <laughs> I no, say... there's a
0: really obvious connection okay. here again. In that <laughs> San Helios is about a planet where the life on that planet has died out. Yes. And kind of due to an outside influence which is what the fendal is doing
2: is doing so, so if the, Fend- the fendal was was to complete its um uh you know kind of dastardly plan it probably end up like San helios is that what you're saying?
0: yeah essentially the same idea yeah. is going on in both cases it's about a creature that comes to a planet and basically kills all life on that
1: planet.
2: Yeah, Which is where I was going. (laughs) Believe (laughs) it or not, believe it or not. I bet you uh, were. Listen, if BBC Worldwide or anybody in the marketing division of Doctor Who wants to pick up on this game and pay JR for the rights, that'd be great. We can work together.
0: Do you understand the game now, Lee? (laughs) It's a brilliant game. You like it? Yeah, I do. I'm a bit terrified, though,
2: because... I don't think my Doctor connection brain is working at the moment. but It doesn't matter.
0: The... You'll warm up and me and Matt are here. I'm going to pick two from the same pile. So I've got... That's ridiculous. Oh, well. I've got Dalek Sek <laughs> and I've got Dalek
1: Rusty. <laughs> There's an obvious connection here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the obvious connection is not that they're Daleks, but that they're both Daleks who have turned their backs on being Daleks.
1: So remind me what Dalek Sec does.
0: Dalek Sek's the human Dalek in is the he, Daleks uh, in Manhattan. I, I am a human Dalek. That's Dalek. the one. Okay. And he wants to go against his Dalek programming to do mm-hmm. something different yeah.
1: and Dalek Rusty he goes against
0: his Dalek programming to do something different.
1: And we get to see their insides as well. So there's a physical a physical thing. Yeah. So thanks. Dalek Rusty. True. I
2: mean, <laughs> but the difference being Dalek Rusty is turns is back against the Daleks because the doctors involved Whereas Dalek's sec just goes and does it himself, doesn't he? Uh, No Dalek Rusty's already done it, hasn't he? Before the doctor gets there, if I remember rightly. Is it not? It's just through a disease or something, though, isn't it? No,
1: it's a a leak of the
2: radiation.
0: Has turned off one of his circuits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The circuit that inhibits his um, compassion, Mm. essentially. That's
2: the way to do it, then. Doesn't the, and the doctor, doesn't the Doctor
0: fix it by accident? Yes. Yeah, and then and an an unfix it again it. or yeah. gets uh, Clara and
2: unfix to... it. Lee, do you want to pick a couple of cards? Yeah, let's go this direction. I'm going to go... You can... Two are the same. I've got the Rutons, or the Rutons really, and the Nymon. Mark, where are you? <laughs> okay, yeah, we do need <clears> Mark. Up. The Rutons and the Nymon.
0: Oh, nothing's screaming out. I'm Nothing here. is
2: screaming out apart from the...
1: Matt, nah, any thoughts? I'm I'm thinking, they they kind of connected by the by the name, <laughs> by the name. but um, they've sure got the in front of it. Would well, there also be really good anagrams?
2: <laughs> well, there's <laughs> a
0: very vague connection. The best I can do is that the Rutans impersonate people, and the Nymon. Pretend to be benefactors. Mm. So, in both cases, there's an instance of the creature pretending to be something that it isn't.
2: Mm-hmm. But that's a, they, as they, best
0: as I can do. Are the
2: nine ones at war with anybody? No. They're the not. No. There know, is something they, about They are the conquerors. They're the power, power being. Yeah, the yeah. There is something very,
1: very, very tenuous um, about the two stories they're in featuring technology. So. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Go on, now. Pick a so couple of cards. That was a crap one. Well,
2: it doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> always have to
1: work out. Yeah. It's
0: just a case of trying.
1: Oh, good. I've got um, Monarch from Fort to Doomsday and Solomon from Dinosaurs in the Spaceship. Go on. <laughs> so remind me what Monarch, Monarch is in Fort to Doomsday. <laughs> He's the big is green frog. Co- <laughs> but is he a collector? Yes. I seem to remember he collects yes. like dancers and things like that. And isn't Solomon a collector? Yeah. Yes, actively. yes, yes. And they're both collecting for the wrong reasons, and they're both on quite long journeys. I seem to remember, and they both meet sticky ends. I would imagine. Well, and they're both but on spaceships as well. But of it's course. really that kind of idea of a spaceship as a as a kind of an ecology for collecting yeah. things and Actually,
2: storing things you're right and the, the stories are definitely connected through that, yeah. that theme so in Dinosaurs well, on that the Spaceship a good one
1: Dinosaurs on a the Spaceship they're collecting really cool dinosaurs and robots and really exciting things yeah. in Fort of Doomsday they're collecting tribal dancers that go <laughs> on for half an episode
2: and make you want to commit suicide that's the strangest but, episode I ever saw I was like what the hell was that well, they
0: both was... also have robots as part of their collections yeah essentially that's,
1: so Byron is it Byron? No. What's a, Solomon and Monarch. No, but in Fall to Doomsday. Oh, By, um, Byron? Bygone. Bygone. That's one of my enduring memories of childhood, is being terrified when he takes his face off. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I really find it... I really remember that. I really find it terrifying. And for those of watch, our
0: generation, it's Sarah Jane and the android. Yeah, 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 watch
1: yeah. the story again on DVD... Did Dog nothing crap. for you. <laughs> yeah. And it did nothing for me. But, yeah.
0: yeah. Right. I have got... Oh, this is going to be really interesting. The Crinoids and the Rani. And the one that's well, both, uh, they'd both both turn people into trees. Yeah. yeah. That's true. <laughs> <That's all> true. <laughs> I picked them up and thought there's nothing there, and then it suddenly struck me. Uh, yeah. There is an organic link, isn't there? Well, the, but, yeah, they both take people and turn them into
1: plants. And, and, the, and there's a connection between what the Rani does and what happens in the Seeds of Doom. This kind of, I mean, turning people into trees, but in a broader sense, this kind Chase. of is yeah. got
2: that kind of um, what's the kind of word when you've got no no feelings you, you're amorality an amorality about yes. it yes yeah.
1: yeah but there's also something about um the sort of genetic manipulation or sort of bio manipulation that's yeah. really icky and
2: and sort of sticky right. speaking of icky and sticky it's Lee <laughs> I've got I've got the silence okay and Starman from the Inferno
1: okay um
2: See, it has got to be hard. that's quite a tricky
0: one. Isn't it? Yeah, um, but you've got to. Hmm. The thing that we were doing last time is thinking out loud. Hmm. Yeah. Stalman
1: is there's two, there's two the... Stalmans. That doesn't oh. help, does it? <laughs> oh, really? I was I was going to be quite rude about Lee when you said you have to think out loud. It out loud. Yeah, I yeah. didn't. Can you see? Because I'm being <laughs> nice that's as what the I do podcast all the time. goes on.
2: Yeah, you know that.
0: um I'm not really getting anything. They've, both, something... got...
2: They've both got um, pretty terrible skin, do not they? <laughs> <laughs> There's something
0: in the back of my head that suggests that what Stallman is doing is in some ways unleashing, unleashing something that's too micro to understand and therefore you get macro monsters that don't really have anything to do with the story because you've got to illustrate it and the silence is about something that's so micro that you actually get the skeletons in spacesuits to illustrate it. It's tenuous but
2: I mean, the, it, there's, a, there's a link in their opposites. You know, the silence, you forget them when they turn around, whereas storm when he's just in your face all the time. Oh, the silence, yeah. for some reason, yeah, I've I've been, I have Bastion and in my head. I've been thinking. I don't know why. About,
1: I've done the same. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, because the silence makes us forget if them. If it, <laughs> if it, if it was the Bastion I had a really good one, which is to do with the Earth's core, because that's where the data bank in the library is, and obviously that's what they're doing oh, yes. for in Inferno. Yeah. But I don't know what. It's really weird that I thought...
0: We both did the same thing.
1: But I've also thought of one for the silence because... Go on. So, Starman's from Inferno, which is kind of about an alternative universe superimposed on our own and things that are happening. Yes. uh, An evil twist on it. And that's kind of what the silence do. But it does it in the same universe, so it's all about an underworld and an under-universe, or a universe behind our own, where we can't see them, we can't remember them, but they're somehow corrupting us or changing us.
0: And also, just a slight variation on that, in Inferno you've got the story of what's happening in the alternative universe, and then the Doctor comes back into our universe and says, right, this is what's happened. Mm. But the people in our universe don't have any knowledge of it beyond what he says, which is how the silence works. You don't have any knowledge of the silence beyond what you're told Mm -hmm. because you've forgotten them when you've turned around. So similar to what you were saying, a slight twist on it.
2: I think you worked very hard on that. Well done.
0: Um, Matt, I think it's your go, isn't it? Is it me? Okay. I think so. It doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't really matter, massive, does it? I think no. I that last one. Sorry. Yeah.
2: I've got... Um,
1: good God. Our father,
0: Metraxis, which is the planet from the time of angels, flesh and stone. Yeah, and okay, Pankata. and I've got
1: the Crillitanes. Mm. Oh,
0: well, there's My something...
1: Meat, go- um, the the, the, the
0: Crillitanes is school reunion. Okay. But okay. the species is the species uh, yeah. that absorbs the...
2: Um, the last species that's conquered. Yeah, or
0: bits of it. Yeah. So it's right. sort of absorbing... Okay. It takes what it wants. Okay, so Yeah, the vault, what's it the defaults. word I'm looking for? Uh, yeah,
2: exactly. It takes
0: some of the attributes of the yes. species yeah. that it... Okay. And on Alphabra Matraxis, obviously this is not to do with the planet necessarily as much as... But there's a big twist in there, whether we weeping been angels or the statues... Yes. so they're taking on the form of the alphavermectins but what they're not doing is having two heads yeah so okay so so they're doing the taking it further away <laughs> but but they're doing the opposite yeah. but it's the same idea that they're both sort of variations on mm-hmm.
2: yeah is this harder or easier than the last one it's is much spelling harder spelling do you think it's harder? Yeah, yeah, it's I think it's harder. about the same, really. <laughs> much harder.
0: Do you think so? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. making you work harder, maybe. Yeah, great. maybe.
2: Maybe it's the speed in which you do it. If you pulled out a two and you had, you gave yourself ten minutes to really get into it with lots of edits... Yeah, and you and yeah, yeah, yeah. ...super can't people turning off. As <laughs> oh, but we've <laughs> got to do it.
0: Right, I have got the Raston Warrior Robot <laughs> and the Planet Akaten. <laughs> this is harder. <laughs>
1: There's no, there's no such thing. So, the, <laughs> the link I'm the link I'm thinking of. <laughs> Wait till we stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Why are you fans hate Um I'm thinking the on Warrior robot. <laughs> there's something monk-like about the on Warrior moment. Wow, this robot. is tenuous. Well, but there there clearly <laughs> is. I mean, he's based on he's based on these kind of japanese japanese warriors with with sort of varying
2: fencing masks
1: yeah, yeah yeah but there is a definite sort of sort of religious japanese thing right and at Carton is about that i mean you have that kind of religion religion and warriorism mm. warriorism
2: Raston, that's
1: pretty tenuous. The Raston warrior robot's dressed
0: in the kind of gym slip you'd wear to go down to Pilates and Akatan's all <laughs> about singing and dancing.
1: Raston warrior robot, <laughs> Raston warrior robot reacts to movement. In Akatan, you have a god. What's this Akhartan? <laughs> Akatan? In Akatan, <laughs> uh, you have Sh- 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 a Sh- god, Sh- god Sh- that is fed by movement. But emotional movement. And, no. frequency. and frequency. That's another thing. Frequency like and sound yes, is very important.
2: And it's the same with the uh, Raston. Movement. Yeah, yeah. Sound is important. Yeah, we got there. Probably. I think I just made that up. That was close enough. Close yeah. enough. I've got Kane from Dragonfire. Fire, okay. And the Mirka. <laughs> <laughs> the Merkin. <sighs> well, hey, we've got to something for everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely picking from there. Right, Kane from... Yes, I think. Um, I don't know.
0: Well, Kane from Dragonfire. I mean, this is tenuous again, yeah. but and this is just an excuse to talk about these things. Kane from Dragonfire lives on a world to which he's not suited, but he deliberately mm. lives on that world because he's using it. The Merkur reemerges into a world in which it's not suited. That's very tenuous. But, yeah. but I mean, the, the the point of this is that you look at the ideas that go into these things.
2: Well, they both walk down very shockingly designed corridors. Well, this is this is where I was going. But there is, there is a, design, there's a design
1: connection between yeah. Warriors of Deep and Dragonfire. This kind of shiny yeah. base thing. I think Dragonfire has an excuse for it because it's supposed to be ice. Yeah. And it's supposed to be a cheap looking yeah. supermarket. Yeah. Whereas Warriors of Deep... Not quite so much excuse. Isn't there something to do with cold? Isn't the murker
2: Oh, maybe I'm just being No, I think making it up. I don't know. Okay.
1: Oh, is it me again? Yeah. Oh good.
0: We got plenty of these, so if we come to ones that we struggle with, it doesn't really matter. Really we can matter. just move two from on quickly. The
1: same one again. I'm going for Helen A. and
0: Mordren. I think two from the same one is well I was gonna say probably a good idea given how we struggled <laughs> with two from different well, ones. Oh I've got Helen A. And Mordrin. Mordrin. Um there's an idea in there that they're both feigning to be something in order to achieve something else.
3: Yeah. In yeah. that
0: Helena yeah. is pushing the idea of happiness to an unrealistic level, and Mordrin is well uh, he wants doctors' regenerations. So He's not what he seems to be.
1: Yeah. uh, Slight. Both of their objectives aren't just are unusual in Doctor Who. They're not just after power. Henaney has power, but she wants control through. She's misusing it, isn't she? And Mordron wants an end. Doesn't he just want? Yeah, yeah. He wants to die. So he wants contentment through death. So they are
2: they are sort of linked by being quite unusual characters. There's no there's no humor link there though, is there? Was a, and they both got the same size forehead of or, or, or head of hair, haven't they? So
1: <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go
2: okay. <laughs> Well, I'm picking two
0: from this pile. I have got Khan from the Brain of Morbius, the planet from the Brain of Morbius, oh, right. and Seganax, which is the planet from the greatest show in the galaxy. And... Mm. Um, they're both places that draw people, things, spaceships, to yes. creatures to them But for different through, reasons. For different reasons, yes. but through unusual means.
2: And yeah. actually both the, the if we're gonna go into the natives of Khan, the sisterhood, they've got um a really good song that they sing. And hmm. Seganax you've got the rapping ringmaster, so in a way they could probably combine and uh, do a great song.
0: And they've both got planet surfaces that are covered in the detritus of the things that have come to the planet. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So, yeah, that Killed wasn't it. too <laughs> bad. Okay, Lee, you your go.
2: Uh, two from the same one.
0: Yeah, we can't always do two from the same <laughs> one, though. Just a two from the same one round. Let's have a run
2: of two from the same ones. I picked up the monsters again, didn't I? Anyway, Silurians and the Vervoids. Okay. Uh, Silurians and the Vervoids
0: well, they're both stories that end in genocides.
2: Yes, well, but what about the? Uh, isn't it well, the obviously
0: creatures? the Silurians doesn't end in an actual genocide, but it ends in an assumed
2: genocide. They're and both
1: they're both monsters that you have some
2: monsters.
1: you have some sympathy for. Yeah,
2: and they're not necessarily immediately evil. No, they? no, yeah, when, yeah. They are reacting yeah. on they
0: either, are. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm agreeing <laughs> with you.
2: They're <laughs> either
1: reacting <laughs> on in, yeah, instinct or they're reacting.
0: Against the yeah. influences that are coming to play on them, there's something
2: yeah. about the design of them as well. Yeah, and they they both got a hole and strange part of their face. Well, they're <laughs> both yeah, but they're both
0: <laughs> hot, What's it called? Hominized?
1: But I'm I'm thinking of there's something to do with because the yeah. vervoids shock people through their hands, and doesn't that happen in the Silurians as well? Isn't there a bit of always it the I think, I think that's the
2: sea devils you're thinking of. No. Okay, possibly. Is the, it's the third eye that they yes. fire a yeah. little yeah. things from up there? Okay, but uh, so yeah, um, they, they with a third eye, the
1: Silurians are a bit like a penis, and the Vervoids are a bit like a vagina. <laughs> yeah, so between them, they <laughs> so makes sweet love. Well, bit of on. Marvin
2: Gaye, and they're off.
0: <laughs> right, Matt, come on.
2: <laughs> Let's see if I can get. In... I'm not going to be able to sleep. Let's now, see if that. I
1: Thanks, get Matt. to say the word vagina again on the Blue Box podcast. <laughs> That'll be bleakness. Oh my god.
2: I've I got believing. Ravelox and the three who rule. Ravelox—that's a type of salmon, isn't it? So no, there's an obvious, there yeah. There's a couple of obvious things here. Okay, yeah. okay. You, you got it. <laughs> so Ravelox is obviously all about Earth
1: moving. So they go to a planet that you think is a new, different planet, and it turns out to be Earth that's moved. Mm. The three who rule in State of Decay are a human mission who have who have changed into something that. I mean there's that's it's almost exactly the same. Yeah. there's, there's an obvious connection. Um
2: Make it more obvious by, by telling us to what? The end of the sentence. So well, no uh, is yeah, not a, Earth. Bravelox oh,
0: yeah. is Earth, but pretending not to be Earth because yeah. it's been moved. The three who rule are humans who've been moved into another dimension yeah. and who have become something else, so they're no longer human
1: either. Yeah. They're all it's all about decay obviously, with State mm. of Decay. But Mysterious Planet is about decay as well, but just not
2: told very clearly. Yeah, and there's also a rabble uh, on each planet. Yeah,
1: so there's an element of the planet that's devolved, devolved into yeah. a kind of... Well, in State of Decay, it's devolved into this kind of medieval feudal. Yeah. But in, in Ravelox, it's devolved into a kind of an Anglo-Saxon Iron Age. Maybe
0: Iron not Age. Not a million miles away from each other. Though. No, no,
2: no. Those
0: two uh, Wearing
2: strange um, socks on
0: their heads. Right, I have got Lady Adrasta from The Creature from the Pit and Andrazani. Um, obviously, mining is the massive, massive connection uh, between the both of them.
3: Yeah.
0: I don't think... Actually, that's one word that covers it, isn't it? Well, but, also... she, do,
2: she doesn't milk a bat, does she?
1: There, there is a creature Creature does in she... the pit in both stories. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is the other thing. That... Both of these stories have as a sort of a, a kind of a narrative moving agent, a, th- a fairly unlikely creature. Oh, and one, both... one of which is milked, and one of which the Doctor Tries appears to, to be trying to milk. <laughs> <laughs> and they both,
0: um... <laughs> and they both obviously don't just have mining, but deal with the politics of what's being mined. <laughs> Lee do you want to pick a couple of cards
3: <laughs> oh god
0: um, go on you've god, got
2: that's too good Lynx and the nether sphere gee
0: Lynx being the Sontaru from uh, yeah. the time warrior. warrior well they're both stories about or they both have ideas about technology so,
1: hang on, remind me what the nether sphere is
0: um, that's what Missy's got in Dark Water, Death Oaken, and Heaven. at an right. which okay. I
2: think is spherical, which is the same as Link's a spaceship, yes. a little bit of spaceship. Yes, I was going to come to that afterwards. Yeah. Anyway. But
0: yes, they're both about technology out of its ordinary sphere. You mm. know, get back to the idea of sphere. And that's being used to... Or that... They're both getting people to work within that technology but not to the benefit of the people who are being made to
2: work. And they're being uh, kidnapped. People are being kidnapped yeah. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. The, 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 for evil purposes. Yeah, yeah, Are they not?
1: Yeah. And if you extend it to what we know say, Sontarans can do, The from what we've seen in the Sontaran experiment, which isn't links, but it might as well be, mm-hmm. um... <laughs> His method of torture is similar to the way the Nemesis works. So there's a sort of a fantasy world that that these the, the
2: victims are brought into. I'm gonna have another go. <laughs> we just ignored that. <laughs> so Omega or Omega. Omega. Or, or Omega. Omega, or Omega, 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 or Omega, or just Omega. Omega. <laughs> Can you and, say it
1: once more? Just and some... the
2: Banner Men, or Banner Men. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> Come well, on, there must be. The, this kind the of a... had quite crappy outfits. <laughs> well, there's a kind
0: of sort of a connection in that, in both instances, it's all about revenge on a particular personal people. Okay. Omega's yeah. taken his revenge on the entire universe, but specifically to get back at Gallifrey. And even more specifically, probably to get back at Rassilon, who who abandoned him.
2: Omega is also hunting for the Doctor. Omega? It's like a watch.
0: What are you talking about? Omega. Omega. Have you ever done it? I've never been able to say that
2: word. It's like people who can't say Hartnell, isn't it? Or Hartnell. I can't hear it. Omega. Omega. Omega.
0: Omega.
2: Omega. Oh, oh, Omega.
0: Omega.
2: Omega. Omega. Oh, my God. MG. Oh, just oh, M-G. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
1: Um, And the God. Banner Men are hunting. This is the Blue Box podcast that never ends. <laughs> there are no words. But, but Your, you're right. The Doctor Who universe, I just can't You're say right in terms of them. revenge. And it's yeah. the interesting thing is, there are revenges on different scales. Mm-hmm. So the Banner Men is the same, the same story as the Three Doctors, bizarrely, but the Three Doctors takes place... Because the whole entire Vast, universe, yeah, and the Batman takes place in the small bit of Wales. <laughs> small yeah. bit of Wales, <laughs> so really on which is where they
0: probably filmed the Three Doctors. So yeah. there you go, except they didn't.
1: But... I've got oh, I've got the Wirrn and Apolopatia. um Oh, that's yeah. the, the It's Appalachia. Appalachia, which is the planet that the girl who waited is based on. So, right. Well, okay. Go uh, on.
0: Well, there's an obvious time dilation for one better way of expressing it, thing here. The girl who waited is about a different time stream yeah. that Amy goes into that's separate from the Doctor and Rory. Yeah. The Wirren, although this isn't quite the same thing, it kind of springs out of the same idea. The Wirren are planting eggs to be used at a future date in people who've frozen. So yeah. there's a sort of a theme of people being frozen.
2: There is and a, a time waiting thing, yeah. There's yeah. also a
1: medical medical connection between the Ark in yes, space yes, and the Girl Who Waited. Yes, So the, you've got the monoblocks, which I always found quite satisfying with the Ark in space. Mm-hmm. These kind of chunky chunky monoblocks. And in The Girl Who Waited, you get sort of the hand... Is that the, the one with the hand bots or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you get this sort of advanced... Don't do that, Lee. You get... Uh, th- this is sort of advanced medicine. Um, yeah. Well, also, Sarah Jane
0: gets put into one of gets, the cryogenic Yeah, yeah she gets chambers. caught in the system. So, they're is... bo- so, in both of the stories, the female companion gets stuck inside the medical technology.
1: And it's a similar sort of feeling as well. When mm. Sarah Jane does get stuck, you do yeah. feel... You
2: know, it would have been great if a couple of women turned up and uh, go <laughs> waited. Away. That would have right, I have got Agador. Agador, Agador, Agador. Do, do.
0: and I've got <laughs> Vulcan, which is the planet in power of the Daleks. Um, nothing.
1: <laughs> if we get well, one with it?
0: completely nothing, we can just admit defeat and move on. No well, wait, the,
1: there's there's got to be something. So, so there is a. If you read the Terrestrial Index <laughs> by Jean Marc, <laughs> is it Jean Marc year Yes. Uh, there is a sort of a connection in the sort of time periods they're set. I think so. There's definitely something to do with the Earth Empire. They both and, actually start
0: with visits from, yeah, or apparent yeah. visits from people who are supposed to be visiting on official purposes. But the, do- the the Doctor ends up impersonating, mm-hmm. yeah, which isn't really Agador, it's the Curse of Pelodon. No, Ag- we, yeah. we can push <laughs> it if we need to. So um, yeah, that'll do, isn't
1: it? is not it? Are there any nursery rhymes in in The Power of the Daleks? <laughs> well, doctor you start the- with the wow. Doctor playing his recorder
2: yeah. for the first time. Does the, yeah. anything happen to the TARDIS in Vulcan? Because it falls off the edge of a cliff in Agador.
1: No, no. in <laughs> Curse of Paladon. <laughs> yes. Go on, Lee, yeah. choose a couple. Not of. in
2: Agador, on Agador. Yeah. <clears throat> Trenzalore. Ooh. A word I hated, but I've come to love. And Zygons. Uh, well, hang on. Uh, yeah. Are you having a thought there, <laughs> Lee, or not? Yeah, No, I thought or they were just, linked just with, the, with the episode, just generally, but it's not that, is it? I mean, the, the Doctor... He kind of mentions Trenzalore at the end. And uh, there's a Zygon in
0: it. <laughs> you no, know, Trenzalore's in name of the Doctor and time of the Doctor. Yes,
2: but are oh, there Zygons. There's a Zygon. Um, Day of the doctor, there? No, I mean, I that's just
0: like a really weak link. But I throw something very, very, very tenuous into the mix in that Trenzalore is supposed to be the last resting place of the Doctor, the place where this guy who wanders all over the place finally fetches up. And the Zygons, of course, have become nomadic wanderers because their own planet's been destroyed. And the Zygons fetch up on Earth, which becomes their last resting place. That is excessively tenuous. That's pretty good, actually. In
1: in Terror of the Zygons and in The Name of the Doctor, something happens to the TARDIS that's out of the ordinary. So in Name of the Doctor, you see the dead TARDIS, Mm. and it's giant. It's, It's increased the dimensions to to it's dead size. In Terror of the Zygons, the TARDIS disappears. Is that in a cutscene from Terror of the Zygons? I think. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, I'm okay. like, but I'm going to I'm going to the cutscene. So a bit like um the invasion, and I don't quite know why they they did it in the invasion.
2: Maybe they didn't have the prop.
0: Yes, I think it was because they didn't Except have
2: the, the prop to have on the appeared, location but it in the, end, in the invasion. I don't know. Did it? Was yeah. It, was the hands on? I
0: don't know. Pick a couple of cards, man. Maybe it was at that stage. I'm I'm stretching it out a bit. Got... Shall we do one okay. each? Oh, there's tons and tons of go cards to left. <laughs> I made more, way more than we'd need. Is it, it's it melee? I know, we got one Let each.
2: Let me do it. One each. my go. go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you so, keep that one for so your I next turn. Fine.
0: All right, I'm picking a couple for my next oh, turn.
1: Oh, um, Axos and Tloxal from the Az- Aztecs. Uh, well, their names both have X in, the X's <laughs> in them. <laughs> oh, they're both...
0: They're both stories about the status quo. Yeah. So, uh, Clotoxel in the Aztecs wants to maintain the status quo, and the TARDIS crew turn up, and Barbara in particular want to disturb the status quo. Mm -hmm. Axos is about pretending there's a status quo. or No, it's about a status quo that Axos pretends to want to disturb in one way but have to use that as a pretense in order to do the thing they really want to do. Uh, There's a lot of pretending in the Aztecs as well, particularly when it comes to fooling Clotoxal. So there's a kind of a fooling in order to address the status quo thing going on.
2: but uh, A lot of fooling about... Well. Is there a hot chocolate in both? You're not nextly. No, Don't turn the cards over on. until
0: it's your time.
2: How do I know it's going all over the place. Oh, is there gold in both?
1: There might be. Okay, let's go with that one. I've got or
0: your thing. I've <laughs> got Manusa, Manusa, the planet from Snake Dance, and Dulcis, the planet from the Dominators, uh, which are both really uh, dull peoples who are being invaded by something that. Yeah. It's rather less dull than the people
1: that they're invading. And they're both sets. It's a real mistake co- to call it Dulcis after you've had like yeah. the sixties are full of Terrination like yeah, yeah, yeah. Scaro and Refusus and all of these kind of mariners, yeah, yeah. Dulcis. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's just you're just like yeah. You're just playing into their hands. But you're right that they're both actually dull planets. But Dolphys is dull, and by accident, Manusa is dull, but on purpose. So but it's supposed both... to be an indolence.
2: But, it, but they're both... but you've got a society going on with Manusa, yeah, not yeah, you? Yeah, no, think
1: think I think it's done well in Snake Dance, because I think the dullness is... It's like the, the Martin Kroon's character, yeah. Oh, yeah. where he's sort of just apathetic about the whole thing. And
2: that oh, yeah. actually they really makes they the
0: guy with the hat with the... Um... Faces of, um, oh, yeah,
2: yeah. The many faces. Yeah, yeah. The, the five
0: name. faces of, um, what is it? Deception. Remember. Deception. Something like and that. The fifth face being the wearer's own. The this is a deliberate thing in Snake Dance to make the population, the population in Snake Dance have been set back by having the Mara there, although they're not aware of it. But they are both examples of stories of alien invasions taking place on alien planets because in doctor who usually the alien invasion is the invasion of earth and when he's off world it's not generally or it's not um it's not always an alien invasion it will be some other kind of problem when he's off world the daleks for example when he lands up on skaro it's not the daleks invading the thals it's a civil war mm. so when you go to an alien planet, it won't usually be an alien invasion story, but these yeah. are both stories about alien invasions on alien planets. Mm. So that is a connection, at least.
2: One Lee? Would have, one would have benefited having the uh, Quarks in it, and the other would have benefited... us not the Quarks, is it? So the quarks, The other one would have one benefited, one benefited one having a really great a snake. <laughs> Zaroff, or Zaroff. Zaroff from, from the, from the Underwater Menace. And the Pyroviles. Well, they're two... It's kind of like connected with their opposites, aren't they? The Pyrovires are full of fire and volcanic rock, and you know ancient civilization all inside. Yeah, there's quite an obvious connection and there. is all water and same kind of. Thing. But <laughs> they but, but also again, it's the
1: time is the again history. classical civilizations. So Atlantis, yeah, Rome. You've got myths. You've got things happening to the earth as well. Yeah. You've got cracks opening up in the earth, and nothing in the world can stop the Pyrevis. <laughs> they're both
0: subterranean
1: Yeah, That's it. they're both subterranean um, And they are both got really So The, the fires of What was the, what was the story on. called? The fires so of the, Pompeii fires of Pompeii It's a really sort of Credulity stretching moment Where the Doctor gets into a spaceship In the heart of the Heart of Vesuvius
2: And you've got Vesuv- two massive cities That disappear
1: yeah. but they're also in, in, you
0: yeah. didn't in that way because zarov is is trying to affect that happening they're both stories in which characters are trying to predict or preempt the future mm. so there's that too so
1: actually that one
0: wasn't too bad
1: really this one okay. xarius from colony in space who cares and Rasmussen from Sleep No More.
0: Rasmussen's <laughs> the character played by... Um, Reese is it? Rhys Shearsmith. And Oxarius is the planet and colony in space, so there is, which has there... the... They're both about time bombs. Yeah. Oxarius has got the doomsday machine, which isn't supposed to be a time bomb, but the Master wants to use it as one. Rasmussen, his entire thing, is creating not an actual physical bomb but a figurative time bomb that he's sending back to his own planet. Or to the planet in question, whatever.
2: Do. Next.
0: Yes, do you let's, reckon? let's move on from that one. Okay. I've got the Leptils and Marinus. Um, it's, in both cases, it's about incarceration. Yes. So the are have escaped from the prison planet of Raga. Mm-hmm. And on Marinus, the entire story is about being incarcerated by this machine. Mm-hmm. And then you get lots of smaller examples of incarceration throughout the story to illustrate the theme. Mm-hmm. So that connects them. I don't yeah, know if there's anything more think. than that. Anyone? No? Um, no. you no. Got
2: Doctor Who in them? <laughs> yeah. I think <laughs> <laughs> <These> are... <laughs> Yeah, that's Lee. <league. laughs> All right. The Absolov. Um I thought they said the monkeys then, the monks. Okay, but the, the latest monks we're talking about, aren't
0: we? The monks from yeah. the three stories in se- series 10. And the
1: Absorbalof. would to to answer this, we'll have to remember what the monks actually were there for. <laughs> Therefore, what made the monks distinctive? Um they controlled, um, they controlled. They controlled information. Um, so they controlled information. They they put forward a different version of reality, and the absorber, particularly. I mean, he basically controls this Doctor Who Appreciation Society using his his power of Levine. Sorry, um, his power of control. So it's kind through, of
2: through his identity change. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 So, so it's it's pretending to be something you're not. What, what were the
2: what were the monks getting out of um, well, this, controlling us? This is the big question. Because controlling <laughs> yeah. the Linda was all yeah. about you know um, just basically sucking them up into his body, wasn't it? Eventually, yeah. but the, what were the monks after? Well, we yeah that never quite came out.
1: Sucking it, their really? minds up. There was a bit of yeah going on.
0: I was just going to say there is a sense in which the monks are absorbing, not literally but kind of metaphorically absorbing humanity. And then the absorber love is obviously yeah. doing that.
2: So it's, it's almost like they're just getting a kick out the, of it.
1: The, the main problem finding a link is I just don't know what the monks were there for. So, yeah, I'm going to choose <laughs> two, ugly two from tile entire bee. I quite liked that, though. I've said this before. I quite liked the fact
0: that it wasn't an alien race who come here for out-and-out out invasion or whatever. I have New Earth and I have Valva. Oh, patently obvious, they're go both on. places. They're both places in which there's body swapping, impersonating going on. Yes.
1: Yep. Yeah, okay. That's fair enough.
0: Um, I don't yeah. know if you can go any further than that. Castrovalva. The idea is that it's not been there. But okay, this is tenuous. But Castrovalva. The idea is that it's not a real place, but that it's pretending to have been there for a long time. New Earth, obviously, is a real place, but it's pretending to be a planet that it's not.
2: Yeah, and then Cassandra's your your trampoline alien, and Adric is...
0: Sorry, Cassandra's on one of these cards, so we can leave her till then.
2: And Adric might become a trampoline if he's stretched enough in that... um, They're also introduced... I think
0: there's (laughs) all evidence to the contrary, according to the pictures. (laughs) They're, they're
1: They're also introduced in a... They're also introduced in a similar way. So in both stories, oh the TARDIS lands outside of the city mm-hmm, and away from the city, yes, and you yes, see the yeah. city in in the kind of uh, in the context of a journey towards the city as well. Yeah, that doesn't happen yeah, very so often. Yeah. That's, that's good. That's, uh, wow. Apart okay. From the dead planet, it's <laughs> I've got Telos and the
0: Crotons, mm. and if you count also Attack of the Cybermen for Telos. Mm. that tells a story where the cybermen metallic creatures from off the planet are um taking over the planet by subduing the normal people uh, the um indigenous people rather by means of uh, chemistry mm. and that's what's happening in the crotons
1: yeah so I don't know, and you can get the word "stonk" from the Crotons and "slot" from telos.
2: <laughs> so that's that's an immediate,
1: an immediate connection. Get away with
2: it, Lee. Pick a couple of cards. <laughs> that was pretty good, though. I was gonna say, "Midnight the Zarbi." The idea is that you kind of put them where we can all see them, Lee. I like reading dramatically. Earlier. Okay, okay. Midnight at the Zarbi, the um, Zarbi at midnight. They're both stories about control. Aren't we supposed to be doing the Zabi as opposed to the story? Yeah, but the
0: Zabi are being controlled. The (laughs) Zabi are the thing that's being controlled, Mm -hmm. and Midnight is actually the planet, not the story. But on the planet Midnight, you on the yeah the Zabi are being controlled by I mean, but yes, but by a um, formless intelligence yes midnight yeah, is right. about control by a formless intelligence. intelligence
1: and there's almost that's a feeling of a there's a similar kind of mythic feeling well there's i guess that's what you're saying in that the planet is doing some of the control there's something weird going on yeah it's yeah. about the planet itself <clears throat> and the web planet and oddly i've just watched um what have i just watched the it space leads, museum leads no i've just watched it and it leads i've watched <coughs> roman was <Okay. laughs> the last one i watched and I could sort of tell that it was leading on to the web planet. I'm still not going to watch the web planet. Well, you don't have to. Nobody's forcing you to. Watch the
0: Blu-ray. Until we come to review for the Blue Box podcast, which is an idea that you've now put in my head.
1: Reviewing the web planet for the Blue Box podcast. <laughs> I'm sure it's, yeah. I'm getting uh, light, ghost light. And, and the planet Reboss. There's a kind of a Victorian... Victorian in both of them. Yes. So so Reboss has and the, what you would call Victorian but actually it's Russian. it's Russian Victorian. <clears throat> so there's a kind of a retro a retroness and it's and even though Ghostlight is set in the Victorian times it still feels retro because the monsters, the aliens, the creatures are Victorian that's what makes Ghost like quite distinctive, which, because which character to us light? He's the guy the, who's
0: controlling the, lay the lay experiment. Yeah. Oh, well,
2: there's a the sense. Angel. There's angel. a. Yeah.
0: I don't know if this is me thinking aloud, and I was trying to listen to you while I was trying to think it, so I didn't really get anywhere. But in Reboss, on Reboss, in the story, you've got con men perpetrating a trick on somebody who's from off world. Now, in Ghostlight, that's not what happens, but that kind of is what happens to light, Mm -hmm. in that his experiment goes wrong. So he's kind of an off-worlder who has become baffled by what's on the world he's found and essentially ends up with his Mm co-astronauts, or whatever you want to call them,
3: Mm -hmm.
0: playing a trick on him, not intentionally, but they sort of are both about tricks that get played on the alien, mm-hmm. and in neither case is it an invasion. But mm. but they're both mm. stories that are sort of atypical for Doctor Who yeah. in that they're not about invasions, mm. but that they're about. They
2: make, you, they make you think a bit better, a bit more. There's... And also, there is a slight connection with the way that the Doctor and his companions are in, again, their opposite form. So you've got um, Ace being taught by the Doctor mm-hmm. how to do certain things, and interestingly, in a kind of comedic way, the Doctor's made to, to feel a little bit more stupid because the new Romana is seen to and be he's more And he's supposed her to, her be how teaching, to be her, yeah. Yeah, He's supposed yeah. to be teaching her, yeah.
1: And the other thing, there's crowned, uh, crown mm-hmm. jewels mm-hmm. are a connection. Yes, they are, yes. Um, which I was going to make a, jo- oh, a yeah. joke for because you can get the word orb from ribos and hilt from light but actually crown jewels are also a connection now yes I, now i've said it <laughs> um thanks lee isn't it
0: mm. and lee has got
2: salamander from the enemy of the world and the vashta narada all oh, right it. this oh, is okay. the one that
0: you forget when you're not looking at it isn't yeah it? <laughs> um all right oh. move on because i don't think we're gonna But <laughs> <No>, let's <laughs> at least on. give it a try well you know um
2: Salamander Salamander is the shadow of the Doctor. No, they're both about...
0: Yeah, but they're both about things that are going on out of sight.
1: Yeah.
0: So the Vashta Narada, this invisible thing that you can't see, and Salamander is... He's
2: running this underworld.
0: Well, physically he's running an underworld, Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's also about a deception. So the entire plot of the enemy of the world is going on out of sight of the people that it's happening to. Mm-hmm. Which well, is... so,
1: so if I remember rightly Enemy of the World has a group of people in an underground bunker mm-hmm. that don't know as you say that don't, that, don't, that, that, whose reality has been shifted is this what you just said Yeah. and in, but that's where... in science for library literally you get an underground bunker but they can... in a Stephen Moffat terms it's turned into a hard drive of a computer that contains people yeah. that don't realise that they're in a different reality And there is also, actually, and this is not really a big
0: thing, but there is is also actually doubles in both stories. Salamander's the double of the Doctor, Mm -hmm. and at the end of Silence in the Library, you have, or even actually during the second episode, Forest of the Dead, you've got the computer memories, representations, doubles (laughs) of all the main cast who died.
2: Exactly, yeah. So you've got the um, node, haven't you, of, uh, of, of Donna, and she's in... Another world.
0: Right. Is it me or is it Matt? I think it's Matt.
2: Okay. I hope you're playing along, listeners. <laughs> Otherwise, this God. would be a really bloody lonely game.
0: No, the, the nice thing about this is that you get to talk about the whole of Doctor Who. <laughs> and you get to make the connections. I'm quite
2: impressed at what
0: we've done. Al posted. knows going to be absolutely loving this.
1: <laughs> Spiridon and Cassandra. Right. Spiridon is the planet Cassandra,
0: planet of the Daleks and Cassandra. And they both... Or she is a person who's not what she should look like. And Spiridon is about making people look like something other than what they should look like. Because A, the Daleks are trying to be invisible. But also B, they're making the Spiridons not be invisible by wearing the stuff. So although obviously that's done in entirely different mm. ways. They're both about people not being <clears throat> what they look... Or not looking like what they should look
2: like. I reckon John Perth, we would have got out that shaft quicker. Bouncing Cassandra's face. There were you. Yeah, defo. Bitching trampoline.
0: Well, there's really. scenes in Shafts. in Cassandra's obviously also in uh, New Earth,
2: not just in The End of the World. Yes. So they've both got scenes in Shafts in them. They have. I thought you said they both got scenes with Shaft. And he uh, something from the 70s. <laughs> don't, don't make a uh, new Shaft movie. Are they? And it's not just
1: it's gonna be a, remi- a remake. A remake. It's got Samuel L. Jackson in it and right. it's got Richard Roundtree in it and it's got a new guy whose name I didn't recognise in it. And the new guy plays so it's Samuel L. Jackson's nephew who plays Richard Roundtree's son or nephew. So it's son of Son of Shaft. So yeah, it's a son of
2: Son of Shaft. <laughs> Is
0: it going to be called that? I, I think it's to... called,
1: I think it might be Son of Shaft. Oh, hang on, yeah. I'm next, Lee. All right, sorry, go on.
0: Go hide them. Me. I have got the Scovox Blitzer from The Caretaker. And Syl,
2: they're both very small.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's like I... the bleeding obvious. They're both <laughs> small aliens played by
1: small people yeah. in machines. I couldn't get on with the caretaker. Oh, I've seen it once. Leave
2: hated it. Fantastic. Hated it. You're wrong. I've no
1: idea why. What it was there for? It's fun.
2: It's, it's got a lot of
1: humour. It looks like got a it deck looks role. really cheap. It looks really such an odd uh. story for me.
0: It was there to set the cat among the pigeons. Oh, yeah. Sorry, pardon me. <laughs> it was there to set a cat among the pigeons in yeah.
2: the freeway so, relationship. And so that was, was, so was Seel. So there was our link.
0: <laughs> <clears> the <throat> is crucial. You can't watch Series 8 without watching it. I, I could try. Mondas. Well, I mean, you can watch. You can watch. But what I mean is yes. you, you can't watch the story of
2: Series 8 without including that chapter. We've got Mondas and Melchior next. Melch. Melchia. Melka. Melchia. from the people of Draken.
1: Melka is the Melker.
2: I thought that was how you pronounce it because it was supposed to be based on that name. It was picked because of that Mel... name.
1: But Melchier is spelled M E L C H I O R I didn't know was... that as a Mel... kid, did Melker I? <laughs> Melka comes from honey. <laughs>
2: Okay, you know? Melker, like the a fly trapped in honey. I tell Melker is much a better name than Melker, but anyway, we'll go with it. They both begin with M. There's a link. Both, well, there we go. No, but they both contain. Um, they're both about they're draining both. power. Yeah, but the obvious thing is that the Cybermen contain a human inside, and Melker. Okay. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I don't know Okay, this is Actually, like teaching Lee to read it's great <laughs> Oh
1: God, <laughs> this is, uh, we're going to get phonetics cards next this is why we're we going to do you... live shows because I can't pronounce
2: any of the bloody
0: and you know what we uh, said earlier about not judging you Lee what we damn well are <down> <laughs> is it my um, go uh, yes it must be let's leave that middle part alone there's nothing
1: left in it I've got, sorry, Tara and Alzarius. So.
2: Um, <clears throat> well, they're both about.
0: Um, they're both planets that the Doctor comes to not looking for that planet in particular. Mm-hmm. He deliberately comes to Alzarius, but he it's not Alzarius that he wanted to come to because it's yeah. in a alternative universe. He deliberately comes to Tara, yeah. Yeah. but it's not that he cares about being on Tara. It's just that he comes there for the key to time. So they're both stories that kind of start with a deliberate landing that doesn't actually have any relevance to what the landing was for, yeah. if you see what I mean.
2: Mm-hmm. I was thinking about the, geo, you know, the, the geology of it, but uh, there's no link.
0: Well, there's also, on Al's areas, you've got the spiders are the same as the marsh people who are the same as the humans and on tara you've got the robot romana who's the same as romana who's the same as princess whatever she's called strella mm-hmm. so okay uh-huh. so that was two entirely different things that i made sound similar <laughs> <if I was laughs> them in the same way <laughs>
2: yeah, your turn, I think.
0: me yeah Okay, let's take one from this pal one from this. I've got Magnus Greel. Okay, I've heard of him. And the Draconians. I've heard of them. They're both from the 51st century, aren't they? There we go. My God. I don't actually know when. uh, I can't remember. No, Frontier in Space, 23rd century, I
1: think. So halfway there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs)
2: You know. There's a sense. Mm.
0: There's a sense in which they're both about pride
2: but that's just like a
0: very vague sense. I mean, there's,
2: there's a really kind of tenuous link of the Oriental as well. But, and dragons as well. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. obviously draconians are say dragons. That's their the
1: nickname. And Magnus Grill has a, a dragon laser dragon. Headed, yeah. laser, dragon. Yeah. laser dragon.
0: And there's also a uh, control and disguise theme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess with, you know, with both of the stories
2: that'll do close enough isn't it yeah I've got Exeter oh no that's the wrong side right so Dravins
0: oh I put that one in for you Lee and you picked it
2: (laughs) the Ice Warrior
0: I put that one in for you too and you picked that well, the obvious connection here is that both the Dravins and the Ice Warriors are things that get Lee unnecessarily excited, and he's picked them both. <laughs> Do you get excited by the Dravins?
1: <laughs> Who doesn't? I don't think I've seen an episode of... Is So this is Galaxy 5, yeah? Galaxy 4. Or, Galaxy 4, Galaxy yeah? 5 is the follow-up. Yeah, that's the
2: sequel. <laughs> we haven't got that yet.
1: But Galaxy 4, has that got... Has that got any episodes intact? Have they found one? Yes, there's, yeah, a,
0: there's a whole one. episode, and there's a five-minute chunk of yeah. another episode. But they haven't
1: animated anything or released it.
0: Have they um, released it? No, it's released. Before? It's released on the Aztec special edition as okay. a condensed re- recon.
2: Okay, so the drawings are not what they seem. Oh,
0: yes, this is what I was just going to say.
2: And the Ice Warriors in uh, the first episodes are what they seem, but in Peladon, they're not what they seem.
0: Yes, because you, you can choose any story to illustrate your point with yeah. the Ice Warriors. There, we go. So there you go. The Dravins are not what they seem, and the Ice Warriors are not what we thought they were Okay. when we get to Peladon. Is Yes. My yes. Mm-hmm. Right, Matt. Dead air, talk yourself through it. Sorry,
1: the topclaphane and scaroth. Oops. <sighs> so, um, they've got both got messy faces. They've both got messy faces. Well, now there's a really obvious connection Steven here. <laughs> They're both
0: the last of their species who go back in through okay. time oh, to yeah. try and stop their species from becoming extinct. Oh, yeah, how would you do yeah. that?
2: <laughs> So that's, that's just that's just hateful. I'm going to just spoil it for the listeners that actually had all of that written down on the card already. <laughs> so I, think, I, think, I think probably the two randomly chosen cards. I think probably what helps Jr.
1: is a healthy dose of cocaine that he takes before each podcast. <laughs> that just insane. gets his brain just gets his brain rolling along. Okay, I've got the
0: Slitheen and Missy.
1: There's a disguise thing going yeah. on.
2: Surely. There's a,
0: yeah. Yes. There's a...
2: Obvious disguise. The
0: Slitheen are a family rather than a species. Yes. And the species in itself is not inherently bad, but this family is a criminal family. Yeah. Well, Missy and Gallifreyan's. Okay. But also, further than that, you put that together with the disguise thing, and... Oh, I've lost my train of thought. There was, but, if you put, yeah, yeah, go on.
2: I mean, as what was Missy disguised as? Because we people think about the master, aren't we? Well, but it's a really man just...
0: disguised as a woman. It's not a literal disguise. Man disguised disguise. as a woman. Yeah, a yeah, woman but it's, well, no, but that's, yeah, but obviously I didn't mean that. But, no, but when, she first but when we first Missy, meet Missy, end, we don't realise who she is yeah. because we would have expected a man yeah. if no, we'd not There's for
1: also a redemption thing, so. Um, that's what I was, yes.
2: What's, what's her name,
1: Sladeen? Yeah.
2: Just, I was just about to say that, Matt. <laughs> yeah.
1: Blonde Felfoch. Blonde Felfoc. Yeah. So she is redeemed in the end. Uh, just and, for the sake of it, and Blonde Felfoch Pasimir Day, slivy, that. Oh, well done. And she's regressed, isn't she regressed to, to an egg form so she can live her life again? Yes. And Missy, she's redeemed, but actually her story of redemption is completely Ed. different because she's killed by herself. <laughs> who then regenerates into her, presumably. And well, so she's then. effectively regressed to her baby status. At the well, end
0: the hers is a deliberate redemption that gets undone yes. or undermined by mm-hmm. herself. And the other one is a redemption that is imposed. Mm-hmm. So there's a kind of a connection in the way that neither of them are straightforward.
2: Voga. And Azal. Right. Mm. Yes. right. They've both got beards. Vogue and <laughs> <laughs> but Vogue is made of gold. Uh, Azal is made of hair. <laughs> and chest. They're weeks. both actually. Foger
0: When at the start of Revenge of the Cybermen. They think it's a legendary planet that's disappeared. Azal is somebody who appeared and then disappeared again in the past and became the basis for the legend of the devil. Mm-hmm. So there's a sense in which both of legends. them are legends that have mm. disappeared and reappeared.
1: Yeah, yeah, good with that.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, Matt, I think One it's more, you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. uh, well, we're so out of cards now, we just yes. might as well finish them off.
1: Oh, okay. Um, got... I've got the testimony from Twice Upon a Time. And Davros. So Davros uh, in Genesis for the Daleks is obsessed with recording the Doctor's memories. So mining the Doctor for stories of the past of the, the Time Lords and the Time Lords' relationship with the Daleks so that he can he can change events in the future. The testimony, if I remember rightly, is... Record, more, yeah. more sort of a, a nicer version of this, and records the memories of dying individuals who presumably Davros believed the Doctor was a dying individual at that point because he well, was going to execute him.
0: Going further on from that, because Davros, you can have him from any story in which he appears. Yes, res, revelation of the Daleks mm. is where he's. Feeding on people, okay, and testimony kind of essentially feeds on people, feeds on the memories of people. Yeah, and dead and
1: dead or dying people. Yeah,
0: so they both basically feed on dead people. Okay, next. All right, me. I'm next, aren't I? I think. I got Prisoner Zero and the Exelons
2: Well, there is a snake (laughs) that looks like Prisoner Zero in the episode. Yeah, there, there is a, hurt, a snake,
1: and then yeah. there's the the, the
2: the 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 city snake thing. Yes, there we are. Um, but that again is very. Well, yeah, but in
0: both instances, the snake is something to do with the prison,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. essentially. Yes. yes, it is. All right, that'll do.
0: Go on, then, Lee. Pick two more cards.
2: <clears throat> okay, weeping angels, and Castria, which is the hand of fear.
0: Oh, that's the planet, planet in the hand of fear.
1: Well, it's obvious. Yeah, and yeah. The, the obvious connection is, is... silicon-based life force. Yes. I yeah. No, I was gonna,
0: yeah. And slightly further than that, if you count the Weeping Angels from the time of angels, they're also both about civilizations that used to be there but aren't anymore.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Okay, Matt, turn over the last two cards. I've got Sutek and the Hemovores. Oh. they're he both even since the dollar
2: time yeah. yeah and they both suck on the they, energy of yeah. life they're both based on mythology I don't know that just came
1: out I wasn't they're even both thinking. based on, on mythology <laughs> yeah that's quite a good thing okay
0: okay we're finished with a nice easy one to round things out right next week we yes. are going to be back and we are going to talk about A Good Man Goes to War oh
1: or probably
0: good. And the week after, we will be doing Russell T Davis's story arcs. OK. Mm-hmm. Or vice versa. But those are the next two. Right. Yeah, well, that's Good. part two of the overall story arcs thing, but it's part one of Russell T Davis. Oh, yeah. If it takes a long time to talk about it, it, might be two episodes anyway. I don't know how quickly, we, quickly we'll get through that. Mm. But until one or other of those two things, I was JR. I was Lee. I was Matt. And we'll speak again soon. <laughs>